0: We are um, all set. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday. Fantabulous Friday. Who doesn't like Fantabulous Friday? A lot of people like it for the weekend, and I guess there's a lot of weird weather going on. But, anyways, good morning,
1: everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva, <coughs> excuse me, 5.0, and in the Northeast, you know, obviously monitoring. Uh, the weather, um, the storm has taken more of a track west, which means we will be getting a lot of flipping snow. Um, so run out there and get your bread and milk and um, <laughs> whatever else you may need. Um, if uh, The way I look at it, if I don't have it now, it is what it is. Um, don't really need anything. Do I want things? Well, of course, but you know, worst comes to worst and I get the munchies, you know, there's always a popcorn, you know, I maybe have that once a month. So (laughs) you have to do what you feel you need to do when preparing for a storm. And the other, some weird noises over there, sorry. I thought it was one of the dogs doing something that they should not be doing. The weird thing, too, about always preparing for a storm, (coughs) excuse me, is um, like your shovels and, um, you know, all your cold weather gear and, you know, just having all that stuff uh, ready and prepared. Um, One thing that came yesterday, which Gary has been patiently waiting for, are his um, slippers from my pillow. Um, I had... (coughs) Oh my god, it was like a little kid when the box arrived. He's like, I got this, we got this box. I think it may be for me. Um, you know, so cute. His reaction to um finally receiving his Christmas gift. I had ordered the wrong size. I, you know, I was thinking uh one size, but it was incorrect. And um he's just uh like a happy camper. Um, um but I <laughs> explicitly told him that he will not be wearing those out in the cold weather apparently these are slippers that you can wear anywhere and everywhere obviously if we're expecting a foot or two of snow that will not be the case so we're uh bundled up here and ready to go wow that uh you know storms are gonna come but you can't get around
0: that, uh, and actually, this is probably the biggest storm you guys have had to date uh, in this season. Uh, Florida is experiencing some cooler temps, um, but you know, uh, you just kind of go with the flow and you know, bundle up where you can. Uh, I love the idea of, you know, I saw the advertisement on those slippers, and they did talk about where you could go. You know, they're so comfortable, you can wear them indoors and outdoors because of the sole. Um, that freaks me out a little bit (laughs) just because, you know, I, I like slippers to be my warm, fuzzy at home comfort zone. And obviously when you go out in the public and you would be surprised the gunk that actually gets on your shoes, John and I are in a habit now, actually more, he's in the habit of what, even whatever shoes we wear out on the courts or You know, wherever we're at, he takes a Lysol wipe and just wipes it off because, you know, you step in gum, you you know, uh, you've got construction workers and they're just in all kinds of environmental stuff. Um, And it's just normal. I mean, the bottom of your soles are dirty. They're gross. Uh, So, excuse me, I am one who uh, likes to reserve them. Now, obviously, you know, maybe within your own neighborhood or something, or if you're running from point A to point B, maybe in your garage, whatever it may be, uh, it's whatever you float your boat. Um, But, you know, people would be surprised on how dirty. There's a few things that people, you know, they get alarmed on certain things, but then they don't get like flabbergasted over others. And to me, it's cell phone cases, your pocketbook and the bottom of your shoes. That you really need to take notice, and because a lot of germs are, are on your phone, a lot of germs are on your pocketbook because you're putting it down, you're putting it on down different surfaces. So it's okay to take a little wipe, or you know something to wipe them off, get them nice and clean. And there's organic wipes that you can use if you don't want to constantly use the chemical chemical ones. I get that, but always just be mindful of that. But it is Fantabulous Friday, and regardless of what weather is on your way you know, where your mind is, how you, you know, succeeded, how you didn't succeed. Friday is a day to celebrate you, celebrate your wins. And you do have wins. You do have them, even though you feel maybe that your week derailed, maybe you didn't accomplish, maybe you were by, you know, an illness. Doesn't matter. There are always wins, don't you think, Jen?
1: There are always wins. And... You know, especially, you know, there's a lot of, um, I have a lot of my friends that are into the astrology and holistic type of uh, matters. And from what I understand, (laughs) Mercury retrograde, and I don't understand all that stuff, but uh, apparently it is way out of whack. Um, Yes, I heard that too. And there are some technical issues that I need to take care of that you know weren't there when they were initially uploaded and then all of a sudden there's this weird stuff going on so you know that's something that i will work on today but in fig, you know in figuring out mm-hmm. stuff you know i think it's all a strategic um almost like a strategic back plan like for instance i'm trying to learn more about pinterest so i started a pinterest page for my um va business you know, and how to create the pins and what's most effective and um, that type of thing. And (laughs) through learning that, you know, I was able to find um, this uh, different, uh, what do they call it, like a challenge coming up so that I can learn more about that, not only apply to to my business, but, you know, with uh, two sisters, I want to eventually do that for. So there's a, a lot of that figuring out what you think that you can't, but then it comes to fruition. And then of course, going back to, um, setting up some other, um, tech issues and finding out that, well, why don't I just stick with what I am comfortable with versus looking kind of outside the box. Now I'm not saying don't look outside of the box, but like challenge yourself to, um, to look outside of the box, but don't over um, over stimulate what you're doing. Like the, getting a product out or getting something out doesn't have to be complicated. So when I get to that point, I I ask myself those questions: Is it is what I'm doing going to benefit me in either business? And I, am I putting too much emphasis in it? So then I always go to back to well. I can do it this way, and I'm more comfortable doing it this way. So it may not be technically, I guess, the best way. Um, oops! But uh, you know, that's that's how you work through those um, different things that um, come up. So yeah, that's where I'm at. It's kind of a techie kind um, of weekend. My comb is like pulling on my um, head over here. Um, hold on for just one second, I'm going to pull. No worries, no worries, and I I like that
0: analogy, and uh, you know, we all have to figure out uh, not everyone fits in the same four pegs, the same box, the same circle, you know, we have to adapt certain situations for whatever we are being impacted with, but I am super excited to announce that I am going to be part of a series Um, Which, as most of you know, uh, we've been fighting a a school district uh, regarding the school committee, uh, regarding uh, administration, curriculum, CRT, mandates, all that encompasses, which so many uh, from the national perspective uh, has also been dealing with. And we're going to be doing a series, uh, myself and and a mom, Um, And it's on a Patriot network type network. I have to get all the information out and we will be be broadcasting it. And two sisters will be part of the transmission because the way that they do it is they can have up to eight platforms uh, live at the same time. So again, Jan handles all the technical piece to it. I don't. So she'll be handling some of that, but it's going to be an interesting series to really showcase that it's just everyday people fighting for the rights of children. The children do not have a voice in these situations. It's really up to the adults to have some common sense values to make sure that your school district is in line with your family values, in line with your community um, values in how you go about challenging them in a respectful way, <sighs> excuse me, in a respectful way but also being on point not, you know not accepting the pushback, not accepting the closed mind, not accepting the bias filtration that comes out, sadly, uh, when you have elected officials. You know, part of taking an oath when you take on a position like that is remembering that, yes, you have personal biases. everybody does. That goes without saying. But when you're elected to represent a group in abundance, your mind has to be open-minded to that. It doesn't mean you don't have to stay true to, to your beliefs, but you also have to be willing to go outside of the box to make sure that you're representing all. And sadly, a lot of these school committees are not. And you know, the other big piece to this that a lot of people don't realize is government corruption, where obviously we've seen a lot of that. You're seeing a lot of that now with all these leaked videos of our government actually abandoning Americans by uh, secretly moving uh, individuals that are illegals uh, through airspace, through small, <coughs> excuse me, small airports trying to go undetected. If you haven't seen it yet, it's out there. Uh, and what happens is, <coughs> <and> with, <coughs> excuse me, with local government, sometimes the focus is on the national spotlight, where there's things that are going on that we're forgetting that guess what happens? It starts at the local government. And if you have a local government that is trying to impede your rights as an individual uh, to do a recall, to uh, sabotage, to mislead, uh, these are all things that need to be called out. Um, And a lot of people don't realize, and this is one of the things that we're gonna showcase, is how you go about doing this, because it's not an easy job. You know, you go, uh, most people do not have a legal background, right? some people don't know like you know what is the protocol uh the first thing that we're going to share with you is basically the, the basics of what to look for and then the um some basic steps on how to go about inquiring what a school board is up to a school committee uh an administration because the bottom line is a lot of people don't realize in a public school the taxpayers own the building that is what it is the taxpayers pay for everything they are assessed taxes every year uh, based on their property but also based on the school system is is another segment of it so do not think that you're out of your element to question now that does not mean and we will go over that doesn't mean going in disrespectful rude yelling and screaming you can go all in passionately that's what we've done and you can still get your point across. But you know, I always say always treat others the way you are treated. Now you can't, you cannot uh, own what someone else or how they treat you or how you receive, but you do own how you react from whatever they're doing. You do own the actions that you take, the next steps if you're not getting where you want to be. So uh, we're really excited about this. Um, we are obviously, you know, for most people that understand, we are with one town anyways. It's a regional district that is doing the recall. We're still getting pushback from the other town and um, a few other little legalities, but we are we are not. We're determined to not get derailed, to do our best, and ultimately we we didn't we didn't accept the pushback. We knew something was wrong, and we and we took action. So I'm excited about that.
1: That's a that's a really good thing um, because you know when we when we um, gather to take action, you know obviously there's there's more um, substantiation when parents grandparents get together and fight for a specific cause or work towards something. Um, you know, sometimes going in with the best intentions often leads to other things down the road, um, things that pop up that, you know, were, you know, not, you didn't even, maybe didn't even realize that it was in the forecast of what was transpiring yet other things tend to come, come up when doing with that and, you know, how to strategically, um, and respectfully, <laughs> excuse me, and respectfully um, deal with something. And yesterday I had mentioned something about um, making a comment or, you know, kind of turning the tides a little bit on what's happening um, in our world today. And um, there's a lot I could say about it and I could probably talk about it for hours, but I'm going to keep it really short and sweet. My take or my opinion, then this is not necessarily the opinion of two sisters. So I wanna be clear on that. If we are not securing our own borders with you know what's happening uh, in the world today and why are we fighting or why are we potentially going to be Involved with a conflict when we have so much conflict at home, and I guess in a roundabout way to what I'm trying to say, um, we have open borders, we've had what the the number is like over two million now, you know, everything that's coming into the United States, the fentanyl. Our border is not secure. So that is just my concern or, or my comment. Like, I think we need to deal with the shit that's going on here in the US. Yeah, we've got to keep an eye on other things happening around us. So that's just kind of my take on all that. I've had to kind of um, you know, because there's a point where it's not that you that I obsess about it, but when you're, you know, you hear it on radio, you hear it on the TV and it just like, I got to give myself a break. So that's kind of where I am with all that and just wanted to share it because I did mention that yesterday that I wanted (laughs) to make a comment on that. Um, Just my take.
0: No, I agree. I'm actually just trying to get the name of the uh, news outlet that she uses Um, because what happens is is we go on uh, one platform and then we're gonna actually be live on eight platforms. Um, It's some sort of patriot uh, network. I'm not exactly sure. Um, Hopefully we'll get that information before we uh, get done with our live today, but it will be broadcasted. And it really is going to be basic steps one, two, three, how how to get started, how to ask the questions, you know, different basic avenues that most people do not know. I mean, it really starts with you know, maybe a child coming home and saying something. Maybe you get that weird newsletter, an email. Uh, maybe you're asked to opt into some sort of sex ed program. Maybe it's a poll your child is taking. Maybe it's you're hearing that some of these national books that are in a lot of different school libraries that are very inappropriate, uh, very graphically uh, outrageous for a uh, any student to be um, Witnessing, and you know, when we talk about the piece, it's not about banning books; it's about time and place. Some things are appropriate for certain age groups, sometimes not. And with a K through high school program, most children—not all—excuse me—most do have a sibling, a, and it's usually a younger sibling for the most part. And do you want to give me, a, a, for instance, do you want your say? 14, 15, 13-year-old coming home with a book that is a cartoon of all the how-tos of how to give uh, give oral sex, how to uh, uh, pleasure oneself, how to perform different acts with different people. Those are very explicit, private conversations that a parent uh, would like to be the first one to introduce uh, sexual education to. It's also a parental right. And can you imagine, you know, uh, Again, if you flip through a book and you say, "Oh, it's a, you know, it's like a cartoon book," and you get you know a younger child opening up a page that is extremely inappropriate, these are things that sadly you have to think outside the <laughs> excuse me, you have to look outside the box. So those are, that's just one aspect of it. Uh, going about um, you know requesting a public record, uh, going about the proper chain of what are your rules and regulations within your district to to make a formal complaint. Uh, What is the role of your school committee? Who do they have oversight? Who has oversight of the school? Superintendent, the assistant, the principals. So there's a whole gamut of things that most parents just don't know. And it's okay not to just know. But sadly, in order to change what's going on nationally, you got to start at the local level. You got to start asking the questions. And I think too many local levels have been going undetected um, with inappropriate ways of doing things and i'm not saying all and i'm not saying either one of these the particular district <clears throat> we're doing uh d- doing things what i will say is uh that we do have public records that support that was there were some underlining backdooring and un- unlawful acts and you can't do that uh, to, uh it goes against our bill of rights and so a lot of people uh, I get calls and messages about this all the time regarding like, how did you do that? Like, you know, did, did you take a course to do? No, you know, it was basically just following the lead of and connecting, <coughs> excuse me, with other individuals that were going through this. So other different school um, committees that were going through this. Uh, I, I, have, I tap into too many resources and learn kind of learned on the way and that's usually how most parents grandparents stakeholders that's how they do it so it's really kind of hard the hard knocks of knowing the outside of what you need to know about the inside most people just you know they have that right of passage the child goes to school they get full trust those days are long gone you have to start questioning because this garbage of comprehensive sex education sexualizing our children, uh, school committees having an indifference and or their own personal bias, and that's why they're not uh, they're not they're not being open minded to hear their constituents' concerns, and they frequently pass the buck. You have a lot of people like in this particular school district. You have two school board members that combined have over seventy two years. 72 years things have changed and they're not willing to understand the velocity they think it's the good old you know good old school days and that is not true anymore and a lot of times it's they don't want to deal with it they're too tired well that's why you need fresh eyes fresh experience fresh uh, people that are going to ask the questions to the administration you can't you know the administration falls under the purview of a school committee and it's up to the school committee to ask the questions but if they're not doing that and then it's being noticed by the uh, the district's families and the district then starts coming to say wait a minute when well, you know we don't agree with this why aren't you fighting for us why aren't you asking the question well it's out of our hands it's excuse after excuse if you find that you're in that position that's all you're getting excuses it's time to make change and the only way that you make change is to incite other people to understand the value of serving a community, the value of being the voice for those that don't have a voice, which is the children. And I uh, goes back to just uh, getting involved because this impacts everyone. It doesn't just impact those that have children in school. And that's the biggest myth with all of this. Everyone has a vested interest In a child's public education everyone i don't care whether you have a child in school whether you have a grandchild in school whether your children are long gone these are the future of the future generations of who is going to run our country who's going to be that local board of selectmen who's going to be that local board of health, that attorney uh that grocery manager that trucker these are the future and unless you really take uh, homage and knowing that, and making sure that all children, regardless of relationship uh, to you, is getting the proper public education, meaning uh, mathematics, science, history, English, arts, language. In addition to embracing those that definitely need social emotional learning, maybe they have an IE plan. Um, and incorporating anybody with special needs to make sure that they're getting the services, services that they need. That is what public education is about. Public education is not about uh, now becoming a medical facility of testing. I was flabbergasted the other night to see that this district spent over hundred thousand dollars on test kits so everyone can have eight. Stop the testing. Stop the testing. You're not. You don't break immune. You don't get into an immunity situation and building that immunity and herd immunity by continually testing people. Testing people only adds. More fear, and what happens is, is now you get know-it-alls, people that have got nothing better to do than talk about people, and ask them, you know, did you get tested? You know, but you know, I can tell you right now, some of the side effects of having the virus. Guess what? There are other illnesses that also have the same side effects, and it is a travesty that so many people are derailing their health and wellness because they can't get seen by a doctor. There are people that should be having testing that they're not having it done. They're calling it, excuse me, calling it elected. And you've got people that, you know, could be suffering from cancer right now and that are not getting proper treatment because eh, it's considered, you know, uh, elective. Um, This nonsense has got to stop. And the only way to stop it is stop complying. Stop complying. If someone says it's highly suggested to wear a mask, don't flip and wear it. You don't need it. Masks don't work. If you're going to get the virus, you're going to get the virus. Deal with it. you know it is what it is you can't stop the common cold you can't stop the flu these things are going to come after you so what you do is okay gotta make sure my immune system's built up let my body get rest common sense but i what 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 i find very uh almost laughable is is those that want to self-diagnose other people because now you're implying that their brain is not capable of saying hey I don't feel my best i'm gonna stay home i'm gonna get rest i'm gonna um, support my system with a lot of uh, vitamins, supplement supplements, fluids, uh, body rest. You're 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 making the assumption that the person is too stupid to take care of themselves. Stop that.
1: Stop it. Well, the other thing too is if we're supposed to. Here's a question: If we're supposed to be following the science, why the hell aren't people following the science? Hmm. You know things that make you go hmm. If you know the person occupying sixteen hundred there. Um, you know that's somebody who's been in politics for for, for how long? Um, again, if we are not following the science, well, no wonder why. Uh, I can understand to a certain degree why people are confused or not sure what to do. Um, let's just say Doctor Fakeness there. Um, like I, his name isn't even worth saying. How can you um, how can you make a, an educated decision with all the BS out there? I mean, I understand that it, that it may be difficult, but when we put ourselves in the position of being, we need to do what's right for us. And <laughs> we know that masks don't work. I know in certain situations, yes, you have to wear a mask. For instance, being on on an airplane, if I want to travel via airplane, that's what I have to do. I get it. I have to um, go along with that. Okay. But think about, um, but then you think about being, um, you know, standing in line, waiting to go through, you know, security and all that. And now you're going for a couple hours, you're going to be in a... Um, basically in a tin can with um, other people flying. So, you know, where where do you draw the line, you know? And, and I get that things can be very confusing with that. Let's follow the science. Let's, you know, do what we feel what is right, you know, <laughs> for ourselves, you know, after maybe we've had that discussion with our healthcare provider, um, if you're more comfortable doing that to kind of solidify how you feel and just do what is right for you, following the science, of course, following the lead from your healthcare care uh, provider. So, so much more I can say on, on this subject for sure. Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. But uh, we will, uh, I have not heard back from uh, the person that's actually uh, organizing this. So as soon as I get the name, um, she's working on the advertisement anyway. so it is going to be on Monday night that much I know at eight o'clock. I just received that information and uh, we will make sure that we broadcast that out because it is something that you know everyone should understand what's going on in the school systems. And part of it could be that people you know, they just don't know. They don't think that it's reached that kind of a level where it's alarming. it is. And this is going across the United States everywhere. This is not, Uh, something just that uh, Massachusetts is dealing with. Obviously, most people heard about Virginia. They were really the forefront in really making change, so much so that they elected a new Republican uh, governor. And the one thing that I wanna stress to people (coughs) when you're dealing with this, it's not about politics. It's not about red or blue. It's about children getting proper education without being indoctrinating. Into ideologies, uh, political propaganda, uh, opinions, bias—that it has no place in education. <laughs>
1: um, it certainly does not. And on that note, we were certainly, um, as Carol said, we will keep you posted as far as that goes. And you know, how are you going to make um, Friday fantabulous with everything going on—the weather, the the politics, the this, the that um so much more i could say but on that note my name is janice aka wellness diva 5.0 and i am with two sisters and this is carol sue aka naughty boss uh feeling better on the
0: mend excited for the show coming up you guys have a great great weekend and we will see you monday uh for mindset monday and That will be like all the breaking news of what is going on for that night. So we're super excited. Have a great weekend, bundle up, stay warm, stay healthy. Talk to you on Monday. Bye.